Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I wish I knew. We're going to find out a little bit more today at practice. Obviously, he ran and did some things last week, but it wasn't, you know, stopping starts and things of that nature. As of right now, he's going to do some things today as much as he possibly can do, and and hopefully it goes well. Uh, We need him to say he's going to play or not play right now, and this has nothing to do with A&M or who knows or what. I really don't know right now. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. Say with my boobay, taste like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westie world with my base stuff. I know that it's good when you sit it on my taste plus. I get way too petty once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your block and break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon, it's been a great Trigger Tuesday, which we'll talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports here in about 30 minutes. And uh, we'll get those uh, entries in from you. If you want to throw in what's uh, been bothering you in the world of sports, you can, of course, text in or get on the Ash Record Live Fan Feedback, 501-661-1037. But we know that there is uh, still a lot of things going on in the sports world, too, specifically with uh, the Razorbacks, but also uh, just college football. we got the NFL in full swing, and uh, we're just moving on to another week of that, too. So let's talk about all of those things going on as we go to the phone lines and welcome in friend of the show, Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net. And Dudley, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? No problem. Sitting in the parking lot at Bud Walton Arena at a uh, women's basketball press conference to, to uh, preview the, the practice that they've started and going through. So uh, in a live from Bud Walton Arena, I guess <laughs> So, just speaking on that, how, how did that press conference go? Because I know uh, we're in football season right now, but basketball will be here before we know it, and we know that every single year is a, is a big year, but especially for Mike Neighbors, they're trying to get to that NCAA tournament and also win a few games there, too. Yeah, and I've been covering the beat for the last couple of years now, uh, and, uh, you know, this is, this is definitely going to be the best team that he's had. I have no problems in saying that. They have so many uh, players, so much depth. Uh, so much more talent than they used to have. He's in his seventh year now. He knows full well that uh, in the seventh year, you need to be getting in the NCAA tournament. He talked about that today. He feels like he's got the team to do it. And they're going to have a great non-conference schedule. We'll know uh, early in December uh, after UCLA plays in Bud Walton Arena and uh, they go on the road to play Florida State and some others, that uh, just how good this team's going to be. What have they added as far as size and who are some of the players they've added, Dudley? Because that's been... Uh kind of one of those things with SEC women's basketball is you have to have size to be able to compete. Yeah, they brought in four different recruits, one of five star in Talia Scott, uh, you know, from Florida that uh, averaged 38 points a game. Uh, she's a point guard, and, and the good thing about her, she's got the opportunity to, to kind of learn from uh, Samara Spencer and, and Michaela Daniels, the two, uh, you know, veteran guards that are here. They also brought in Carla Keats, so Christina Sanchez is a, is a Spanish player uh, that uh, is uh, is a mismatch problem. Six one. They have a lot more height, uh, a lot more depth. Uh, as we said, uh, you know, I think that this is a team that uh, you know had deficiencies last year. And even though you had you, one of your best players transferred to Mississippi State, and Aaron Barnum, 
the uh, I think that, like I said, I think this team's going to be better, and I, I do think they won't get off to the amazing 14-0 start because of the schedule they're playing, but they'll be better because of the schedule. So, Dudley, since we're on basketball topic, I figured it's a sticker right there. I know yesterday, uh, Mergerback Men's Basketball announced the, the coaching arrangements and changes now with the new NCAA rule and kind of some uh, roles getting moved around. It seems like nothing too crazy, but just uh, what did you think of uh, the decisions there and also uh, uh, the type of titles and the responsibilities that some of the new coaches or at least the new uh, titled coaches will have for Razorback Men's Basketball? I've always thought it's idiotic for the NCAA to really – you know, limit how many people you could have coach on the floor uh, during practice. Uh, you know, obviously I was with uh, Coach Sutton and Coach Richardson, and, and you know, you had coaches who knew a lot, who had a lot of knowledge and were standing over to the side weren't able to practice. If you are a coach inside a program, I've always thought you should be able to be out there on the floor coaching. There's so many different things during a shortened amount of time that has happened over the course of the, the last 20 years that you're allowed to have with the athletes. I think it's best when they get the most coaching they can. I do agree that the, uh, the off-season practices that they now allow them to have have been a good deal. But again, I think it's been idiotic the way that the NCAA has treated a lot of these situations with uh, limiting how much a player can be coached along with the amount of time he can be coached. What are some of the things you've seen from the men's team so far? So uh, there's, uh, you know, it's going to be the same thing. He's brought in a ton of talent, an absolute ton of talent, uh, a ton of experience, but I believe it'll be just like last year in the fact that we won't know for a while how these guys are going to gel. Uh, you know, that seems to be the thing. We always, uh, you know, they have a lull there at some point in the season, and then they come charging back at the end. I think, you know, everybody would love to win a conference championship. Everybody would love to, to be highly ranked. I think, uh, you know, again, referring back to, to my past, the important thing is to be there at the end in the conference tournament. Uh, you know, if you get to the Elite Eight and Sweet 16 and your, uh, your request has to be to get to the Final Four and win it all, I do believe that's a goal that they have this year. I'm not saying it's possible at all, uh, you know, because I haven't seen enough of them practice to, to know how these kids are going to mesh together. But he has gone out the past two years, I think, and fix the deficiencies that he had in his program, whether it be not enough height, not enough guards. You know, he may still play seven or eight people, uh, but they're going to be seven or eight in, intensely talented people. Uh, so I expect them to have another good season. But, you know, you're going to play Purdue in, a, in an exhibition game up here with uh, seven foot four to Zach Edney on October 28th. They've got Duke here in the preseason. So it's going to be fun uh, watching them grow and learn and, and while doing it while playing some of the country's best teams. Speaking with Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net here on Out of Bounds. So, uh, Dudley, kind of shifting back over to football. I know we talked to you, with you a few weeks ago, and uh, now they're Razor Rex sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Both games, they lost by one score. Uh, you're not making any excuses because it is 2-2. Two and two. It doesn't matter. But just what have you seen from this point, especially from the BYU game to the LSU game, is there reasons to be encouraged, or are there reasons to still be concerned, considering a lot of the mistakes that Arkansas has made have been self-inflicted? Don't believe in moral victories. I uh, do believe in improvement. I think that's what we saw last week. But uh, as, as somebody much wiser than me once said, you are what your record says you are. They're two and two. Probably should have been four and zero. At least three and one. I think they should have won that BYU game. Obviously, they just self-destructed. The discipline within the offensive line has not been there. I mean, I understand how loud it is in Death Valley. I've been there many a times and have gone, have walked through and thought it was raining and it wasn't. Uh, I'll just put that out there. I mean, it's a tough place to play, but you still cannot have those uh, preset penalties. Uh, you, they just have to get that cleaned up. I thought they had in the first half, and then it came back to fruition in the second half. The discipline in the program has been a little disappointing. I think there's enough talent there to uh, to have, as I said, gone 3-1 to one after watching BYU play Kansas last week. Uh, you know, Kansas did what it needed to do. It didn't have the mistakes, and BYU wasn't able to capitalize on. There are so many valid reasons to criticize this coaching staff for them being two and two. Uh, and I'm about to segue into something here. The anytime you want to take a shot at Sam Pittman or the coaches for what they're doing coaching, I think it's valid. Uh, you know, the the whole talk we've had here this week and at least the last couple of days is taking shots at people personally, taking shots at players personally. And taking it for what off the field, I do not believe in that at all. I know there's a, a, a 
put a, a you know a narrative out there right now about mental health. Obviously, I've had mental health issues in my family on both sides of it. I have a young son right now who's who's been in and out of institutions. Uh, I am very keen and very aware of what the uh, athletes go through. Now, back when I was in college in the early 80s, they did not have the mental health capabilities that the University of Arkansas has now. What I would tell you is that is that they're, you know, it, it's tough on these kids, but, they, you know, they get NIL and all that. It's tough on these kids, but if you make it about their performance, I understand it. If you make it about them personally, I, I never have and never will. Thankfully, as I said, Arkansas's got a great mental health facility. There are some people who don't understand that some of the greatest players in the history of Arkansas football have gone through mental health issues and have had to be guided along to get to, to game day. And uh, the toxic masculinity, the, the political uh, nature on both sides of the aisle, I think has led to a lot of this. I do think if you take a shot at somebody... Uh, personally, uh, instead of professionally, uh, you know, it's just more about you than it does about them. But it's just disappointing that it's got to this level. But I just know that's what you know how society is these days. And I'm not taking a side one way or another on the political aisle. I'm just saying that everybody thinks they can just say whatever they want to right now, and everybody's just supposed to be happy with it. Dudley, what did you see that was encouraging from the performance against LSU? Well, it's interesting. I thought KJ played really well. Uh, you know, and, and obviously he's a big old dude, and, and he, you know they they have trouble getting him down. But I thought he made a lot better decisions this week, and I do think he's he was a little healthier this week than he was last week. They've kind of kept that under wraps. Uh, you know, he's not been fully healthy, and the, the zip on his arm or whatever you you want to you know go through. He hadn't been 100%. He's getting you know some rest this week. I think he'll be back. I think they're having Rocket Sanders back, and I do believe the Rocket's going to play this weekend because of what he's doing in practice compared this week compared to what he was doing in practice last week. And that has been, I think, the goal all along for to have him back by the A&M game. I think that makes everybody better. I thought the offensive line did better in terms of what they were doing. Still too many penalties, and you can't have that. I mean, it's just got to get cleaned up. Uh, Defense-wise, you know, I think for the vast majority of the game, the defense played pretty well in certain segments, both uh, on the defensive line and at linebacker. I did think the secondary did not have a good game at all, and obviously one young man got lit up several different times. His Malik neighbors uh, will do to you. Uh, A&M has some really good receivers as well, but they, they certainly do not have the offense. A&M does not have the offense that LSU does. I expect more improvement this week, and if not, then, uh, you know, I, I got to Real good idea. They're going to be setting it two and five, and nobody wants that, um, you know, inside the team. Or, or uh, I'm sure the fans don't want it either. So Dudley, looking ahead to Texas A&M, you mentioned Rocket, and let's just assume that he will be playing against the Aggies. Uh, what type of impact will he have, or can he have? It will take a little bit to get him going since he's been out for a bit. But uh, just what do you make uh, of the matchup? But specifically, also the impact Rocket can have if he's back in the game. Yeah, you're better if you have game reps. So there's no way he will be 100% rocket, uh, you know, as he was last year. But this is a kid who I don't think a lot of people realize he rushed for 1,400 yards. This is one of the greatest seasons in Arkansas history last year. And that was without uh, the bowl game. You know, he got hurt very early on in the bowl game. He, when he's healthy, and you could tell he was not healthy in that first game in Little Rock because he, when he planted his foot and tried to go, didn't go as well as he should have. We know how, how really good a runner he is. We know how he, he gets burst and he, he you know he, he seeks contact and, and delivers it much like his quarterback does. He's going to make them better for a couple of reasons. Number one, the reason he was he was a, an All SEC pick was because he's really good and he's the number one running back in Arkansas. There are several other good running backs here. AJ Green has has some moments. Obviously, has some speed. I think Rashad Dominion is a more complete back than AJ is, but Rocket is the dude. That they, you know, is the starter, and they want to have him back there. So I think he helps them in a lot of uh, a lot of areas for them to win the ball game, though. And, and you know, we all know that, that Texas A&M has won ten of the last eleven games. So A&M has has had Arkansas's number. Arkansas has to go down there, not have penalties, not have turnovers. It's, it's that simple, and they have to get some. Uh, and so, and so certainly. I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you that Arkansas is going to win the football game, again, because Texas A&M has won 10 of the last 11, and, and I think Texas A&M is a, good, is a good football team. But Texas A&M is not a great football team. Miami lit them up, and I do believe that it's going to be a high-scoring game. 
and Arkansas does have a decent chance for them. With the way DeBinion has played here recently, you think he's earned some more carries, even if Rocket is back in the mix? You know, the uh, I think it's going to be a lot like they did last year when all three of these guys, and Dominique Johnson has had some good runs as well. He got a, you know, a big third down uh, uh, conversion for them last week. But, yeah, I think Dominion has moved into at least the number two row. A.J. does a lot of good things, but for whatever reason, I mean, he gets three carries one week, six carries another. They don't have him in the in the game plan as much as, uh, you know, as others would think. And others a conspiracy theory that because uh, the running back coach used to be a coach at Cedar Grove, and that's where Dominion's at, that he's getting more snaps. But I don't think that, that it comes down to that. I think Dominion has shown that he's running harder in this last game, and that's why he'll be able to get more carries. But again, they want to give it to, give it to Rocket as much as they can, and be able to correct their fits and all that other terminology that, that that they use when they when they're just not blocking well enough. So Dudley, I know that you you've covered recruiting for a long time too, and that's going back to the point of all social media and whatnot. I'm kind of curious. How much of an impact does social media play in recruiting? Like, as far as coaches and the contact that they have with players, or uh, you know, what can be seen on, on social media? Just what's the overall impact for those of us who may not be aware of social media and recruiting, and how important it is? I would tell you that five years ago, it, it certainly wasn't where it's at right now. Uh, these same people who take shots personally at the current Razorback also take shots at the uh, the different. Uh, recruits that Arkansas are trying to get. I mean, there's a couple of kids here in state that have decided to go elsewhere, and uh, the fans have gone after them, and, and it certainly doesn't help if they were thinking about switching back. I know that's just how things are. It's how people, you know, people are paid a lot of money to get the kids here and all that, but it's, uh, it's again, it's a, it's a society society thing, not just a, a college thing, and it, it happens all over the place, but you really not, if you, if you want kids to not come here, if you want kids to not play well and you tell them that, then that's probably what they're going to do. And it goes back to the mental health thing. You know, you have to be a man. You have to be tough to play football. Uh, you have to be mentally tough to play football. Ain't nobody ain't nobody out here being a wussy uh, playing college football. So how do you see the matchup with Arkansas A&M coming up Saturday? What's interesting is, you know, we don't know – Get where the Connor Whitman, the quarterback for Texas A&M, will be be the guy. But uh, you know, obviously Johnson, who's been at LSU and played against Arkansas last year, uh, has done very well in uh, you know in, in in different things. I do think that uh, you know I, I'm sounding like a coach, but I do think that these teams are pretty evenly matched. Uh, and I and I say that because Texas A&M's had better recruiting in Arkansas, but then half their people got the money last year from the NIL and left and transferred somewhere else. Uh, I do think they have a little bit more talent than Arkansas, but I don't think that there's a vast difference in that, and it's going to be whoever doesn't commit penalties, doesn't commit turnovers, and as we know so far, Arkansas has been, I mean, with I don't know the exact numbers, but this is as many penalties as I've seen in four games in 40 years of covering Arkansas football. Well, Dudley, uh, let's just uh, look for just a few minutes now. I know uh, that this upcoming weekend's big for Arkansas and Texas A&M, so let me ask you, what's more likely, Arkansas beats Texas A&M or your Dallas Cowboys beat the New England Patriots there in Arlington? I would think that the Dallas Cowboys beat the New England Patriots. Uh, obviously, wasn't impressed with what Dallas did last week. Uh, I think they showed up at Arizona and thought uh, similar to what uh, Arkansas did with Kent State. Uh, in the second game of the season, uh, just thought they could show up and win and all that. Uh, Arizona made some nice adjustments, uh, limited Micah Parsons to what he could do, and then the offense didn't get enough done in the red zone. Uh, so, I, all that being said, I hadn't been impressed with New England in the red zone either. I do think Arkansas has a better chance to uh, to beat Texas A&M than, uh, uh, than New England does to beat Dallas. But, you know, I've seen lots of losses. For both of those teams, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Cowboys were uh, adjusting after the Trayvon Diggs injury, and so maybe there was something to that that, you know, it, it took time to get adjusted, and now they have to continue to move forward and try to fill in some pieces, you know, but he's, uh, he's a vital part of their defense. Micah Parsons is up front, but on that back end, Trayvon Diggs gave him a lot, and now they're going to have to play without him. Yeah, the biggest thing that has, has always been an Achilles heel for 
the Dallas defense, no matter how many sacks and pressure they get and all that, is they've not been able to just line up and stop the run. Uh, they went out and got uh, the young man from Michigan to shore up the defense, defensive line and trying to win it there. He got hurt and hadn't even played yet. But I think that's the deal. Uh, you know, I don't think I think they've got enough cornerbacks back there, but they, they've got to do something to limit other teams running. If Joshua Dobbs is running down the field away from you, some, there's there's an issue there. So, Dudley, I'm curious just uh, for for your Cowboys and in that division, uh, you know, the Eagles are right, right there and they were looking pretty good. You still feel confident, though, that this is a playoff team, at least maybe not winning the division, but your Cowboys are still in good shape, right? Like, it's, it's not like they have major, major issues. No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, they, they were the kings of New York after beating the Jets and Giants, for yeah. sure. But uh, Philadelphia is the best team in that division. Philadelphia and San Francisco are probably the best teams in the NFC overall, I think. Yeah, I think Dallas gets to the playoffs, especially because there's a couple of other divisions that are as bad as the NFC East used to be. So I think the wild card's going to come out of the, the, the NFC, which is now East, which is the least. Yeah, it's going to be wild to see how it all plays out. Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net. As always, Dudley, we appreciate you joining us. Are you making the trip to Arlington, or are you going to stay back for this one? I have a nephew getting a wedding whose uh, who's, uh, fiancé doesn't understand sports. Oh, well, that's a shame. I was figuring this would be paradise just, just for you. Hey, but I'm going to work on her. I'm going to work on her. We're going <laughs> to, you know, my, my daughters, my daughters knew better. Yeah, well, hey, that's that's the thing. You got to teach these kids these days of what's important. So, uh, but hey, if you if you been, yeah, if you make the trip down there, man, we'll see you. But have a great weekend, regardless. All right, Dudley. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Again, that was Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net. Always appreciate him coming on and joining us and having some fun with us, too. We're going to take a break. We'll get to Trigger Tuesday on the other side. And Shane and Ben, if you're still on, we'll get to your phone call, too. And we'll keep it moving on a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. So you better stay with us. Razorback legend Quinn Grovey joins Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports every Wednesday afternoon at 4. Brought to you by the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman spoke to the media yesterday about turning the page from LSU to Texas A&M. During the conference, he mentioned freshman tight end Luke Haz's growing role. Luke himself catches the ball incredible and uh, he can run you know so we continue to work on his blocking but he's a big time weapon you know running routes and we're adding stuff for him each week. Saturday's kickoff versus Texas A&M is set for 11 a.m. Coverage will start at 7 a.m. on the buzz with the Hogwild pregame show thanks to Mud Connections. And the Arkansas Travelers return to action for Game 2 of the Texas League Championship Series tonight versus the Amarillo Sod Poodles. It's winner go home as the Travs trail in the three-game series one to nothing. First pitch is set for 7.05. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with Arkansas Urology. Chris, it's the 19th annual kickoff to men's health event, this time coming to North Little Rock. Yeah, Trey, we've had a great month, and we're excited to get to our clinic in North Little Rock, 4200 Stockton Drive, on Thursday, September 28th. Gentlemen, 40 and over, it's time for them to get screened, is it not? That's right, and like our CEO, Scott Davis, says you come in for a free screen, and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 501-263-0926 for more information, sponsored by Baptist Health. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Kress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. 
Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertiPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertiPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Long count by Jefferson. Gives it right side green. Angles right. Got a hole across midfield. A.J. at the 40 down the sidelines at the 30. He's got a chance to go. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. 55 yards for A.J. Green. They had a chance to trip him upside the 10 or trip him up just inside the 10. They couldn't do it. And Green is into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. On 103.7 The Buzz. Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, but nothing, nothing, nothing about Guadney Chevrolet is ever going to trigger us in Jacksonville because we know the month of September is about to come to a close. It's September 26th, which is just a wild thing how fast this month, this year has moved as uh, we're getting closer and closer into the fall months, the true fall months, that is. But with Guadney Chevrolet, they have one of their best deals going on right now until the end of September. So if you're trying to take advantage of it, you better do it quick. You better do it fast. You better do it in a hurry because they still have their loan and lease termination program because they're going to try to get you out of a vehicle that you do not want to be in by canceling your unwanted loans and leases. Do not miss this opportunity, and everyone will be approved. Plus, since Guadney Chevrolet knows that everybody could use all the benefits that they could get, how about this benefit? No car payments for the rest of the year with Guatney Chevrolet. That's right. No car payments for the rest of the year on top of getting your loan and lease terminated. And how about a new Silverado for 0% with approved credit or a 2023 Equinox? Those little SUVs, you know, that uh, I call them crossovers, but still just a great vehicle nonetheless for 2.1%. Brand spanking new with 2023. So you got to check them out today with Guatney Chevrolet. It's right there off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. They are Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer for for a reason, and these types of deals are the reasons why. So head over there to 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. You can also shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. No matter what your needs may be when it comes to all your vehicle needs, it's all about Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Again, to Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and we'll get to some of the things that are bothering us in the world of sports. But I did want to throw this out. I just got this text, and 
Uh, we know uh, Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app here on Out of Bounds is our app that we love to use when it comes to all things sports betting here in the state of Arkansas. Well, Bet Saracen was just named the 14th largest sports betting app in the entire nation. 14th best. That's amazing, considering it can only be used in Arkansas. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's something that like you, you just don't see very often with the amount of newness that they are to the game, too. You know, because sports betting has only been legal here in the state of Arkansas for, this was it now, a couple years, essentially. And so for them to, to blow it up and to be that big of a deal, 14th in the country when it comes to sports betting app, uh, not only shows that uh, it's a great thing for Arkansans to be able to bet on a lot of these sports, but also it shows that Bet Saracen's the only app that you need to use to bet on sports here in the state of Arkansas. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if you're not already on Bet Saracen, you need to get on there as yes. soon as you can. Yes, you're missing out, folks. You are missing out. So congratulations to Bet Saracen, and we love the fact that Bet Saracen is a part of Out of Bounds right here each and every day. Uh, we'll get to Trigger Tuesday here in just a second. I was going to go to Shane and Benton and see if he was holding on, but that's okay. So, uh, all right. So here's the thing. We know it's Trigger Tuesday, and things are always going to be bothering us in the world of sports. Uh, but also with uh, what we were uh, discussing earlier with uh, with Dudley Dawson and uh, talking about uh, his Dallas Cowboys, he just got a tweet. Uh, this one comes from Brian, where he where he says he's like Dudley can say all he wants about the Cowboys, and I am a Cowboys fan myself, but I've seen this happen before. We lose games we were always not supposed to, and that includes the ones that matter in the playoffs. I feel like this season's going to be the same song, different verse. So I guess not every Cowboy fan is still optimistic, even after uh, their 2-1 and one start. But, <laughs> I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, I get it, though. It's like you get disappointed. It happens. But you're not terrible. you still got reasons to believe. No, they have a lot of talent that that's on that team, and we know where it starts. It always starts with a quarterback. And so Dak is somebody that's always going to be looked at, and... He hasn't played well this season, and he hasn't had to play, you know, over the top or anything because the defense has been such a big factor. But as we saw in the last game when the defense is struggling and you need some help in other areas, that's when the focus is really going to be on Dak because they're, they're going to say, well, what did he do to help them win? And he didn't do much to help them win that game. Well, they got 14 games left of the regular season, so they got plenty of time to make up for it. Uh, before we do Trigger Tuesday, let's go ahead and squeeze Navy Mike in. What's up, Navy? <clears throat> hey, what's up, John? And uh, what's up, Joe? You know, <clears throat> as far as the whole Twitter thing and the, and the mental health thing, I, I agree with the whole, you know, that obviously, you know, people go through <clears throat> certain things differently than others. Me, like, I, you know, I, I can take anything. I mean, it, you know, nothing really bothers me. But, uh, you know, some other people aren't, aren't that thick-skinned or, or they're a little more sensitive than others. But what I do want to say is, um, you know, as far as, you know, deleting Twitter and uh, wanting to stay away from distraction and everything, you don't see Eric Musselman ever saying, well, you know what, maybe it's time for me to get off Twitter because, uh, you know, there's a bunch of distractions and, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to – it's a critical year, and I'm going to have to win some games this year. The reason why he's not doing that is because he's winning. He's, it's not a critical year for him. He's producing results. And, um, you know, this year happens to be a very critical year for Sam Pittman. So there's a contrast between not wanting to be on Twitter and then just being all over Twitter. Well, winning kind of, you know, helps that along for, for you to be able to a little more um, – you know, uh, tolerant of what's, of what's happening on Twitter, you know? So I, I just wanted to get you guys comments on that, whatnot, and y'all take care, man. All right, appreciate it, Navy. It's kind of like what we discussed earlier. Sometimes coaches like, uh, you know, Musselman's one of those guys that feeds into social media and is big on it, and Sam Pittman's not. There's a lot of coaches that are uh, which way or the other, you know? Sometimes it's, it's, it's about, uh, you know, taking maybe it's a break that, is needed because what there's some athletes that I know it's not exactly the same, but there's some athletes that once postseason comes around or whatever, there's like I just they just get off social media completely. So some it's not out of the ordinary. I see what he's saying when it comes to wins and losses, but uh, I don't think it's out of the ordinary to go in and say, hey, this is a distraction or this is a problem. I'm thinking too much about it. I just need to take a break from it. You see that happen a lot of times with professional athletes, not necessarily college athletes or. College athletes may not be as vocal about it to say that they are taking a break from it, but uh, but it's always good to be able to take a break from whatever you have going on. 
Yeah, that's why uh, they have vacations built in for uh, for people at work and whatnot, just to get away from work. And social media can be work to some. So, uh, but we just got a few minutes here. Let's go ahead and jump into Trigger Tuesday and what's bothering us in the world of sports. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, it is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and uh, we'll start off with what's bothering me in the world of sports. You know, speaking of uh, a lot of talk and a lot of things getting thrown around, I know this, like, Colorado situation with Deion Sanders being there and then the Oregon uh, beatdown that they had and some of the falling out from that and people trying to say, like, oh, well, Dan Lanning's just being petty about this. I think it's Pete Thamel or whatever, right? He's like, oh, he's being petty with his pregame speech and whatnot, talking about clicks. And uh, then you got the other side of it that people are just, uh, you know, the, some of the trash talk that got thrown in there and, and the videos that were made. All this. So here, here's what it comes down to, what triggers me about it. It's like when certain athletes or coaches or whoever come in very loud, and then people start to root against them because they're very loud and very new. And then they end up failing. People come back and like, I don't understand why you're, why you're doing this against uh, uh, whoever. You know, and my thing is, is like, I don't care. I don't mind Deion Sanders at all. Like, I don't mind him at all. But it's like we've seen this happen so often in sports where it's not about necessarily the person themselves or just how they care, but it's, di- it's, it's something that's different. It's something that's out of the norm, and people are going to respond differently. You know, Dion's doing it a different way. Same thing with, you can even say, like, a Johnny Manziel in football. Like, the amount of people that rooted against Johnny Manziel was very high. Why? Because he was loud. He was different. He was uh, cocky. He came with a swagger a little bit. And even on the other side, people got sick and tired about Tim Tebow. Because they got tired of hearing about Tim Tebow and everything about Tim Tebow. So the point is, is that, you know, if you take issues with any of this stuff that happens or changes or whatnot, it draws attention to the game itself. And especially uh, with college football and seeing some of the television ratings for those games that Colorado has been a part of. We'll see if it continues to be that way after a loss. But the point is, is that you can't ever be uh, like uh, confused why people may not like a certain player or a certain coach coming in. But you also can't take it uh, too seriously, or at least you can't. Uh, dish it out but not be able to take it whenever things start to fall down too so that's that's the whole problem triggered by uh, not taylor swift and travis kelsey but all the references to <laughs> taylor swift's songs and it's not you know it, it's not that is you know it's not creative and it's something to have some fun with but it doesn't have to happen on every show where everybody is copying the style that somebody came up with initially Somebody made the joke, and they put all the songs, they, they made the references to the songs, they did it. Okay, it was funny one time, maybe may funny a second time if they did it, but for every show to take off and do the same thing, and, and it's just a copy and repeat type deal, it, that, that triggers me that be more original, be more creative, and talk about the situation. You don't have to do it in the same way that somebody else did it because you heard somebody make all the references to the song. You don't have to follow that and do the same thing to make all the references to the songs. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. I already got tired of, like, I know people, again, Swifties, as I usually mention, how are crazy within itself. I know a few of them, but it's like, there's some that will have, like, because that's what they do. They reference everything to songs. They'll be like, here's my mood today, and it's like, whatever song it is. Or... (laughs) Like, they'll have, like, a when a, a ske- like, I saw someone with a football schedule got released. They had songs picked out for how each of those games would be, like, correlating with, this, with, the, with the game. And I'm like, y'all are, yeah, I mean, it gets, I'm with you, it gets creative, and it's, like, really intense. And I don't understand it, because I don't know her songs, but, at least not most of them. But still, it's like, yeah, when you do it over and over and over and over and over again, it kind of is like, all right, all right, well, we get it. We get it. Taylor Swift, songs, Travis Kelsey. It's like, we get it. It was just one of those things where they would have a monologue and they go on and then they would try to, the titles of all her songs, they would just try to tie them in as they're talking about whatever topic they're talking about. They're trying to tie in the titles of the songs. Just unreal. And that's the thing is that there's probably so many references I've seen and I wouldn't even know because I don't know all of the songs that like she's come out with or that's been popular. Like there's probably, it's probably been in my face so much I don't even know it. But yeah, that's our Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We'll take our final commercial break. When we come back, we'll get to three and out, close up shop, get you ready for Drive Time Sports. It's all coming up next.
In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Guadney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guadney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. At Metal Supermarkets, we're here so you can get a bigger boat. How so? We're the one-stop shop for metal, which means you can get any metal. Cut to any size. Ready? Real fast. Saving you valuable time to convince your other half why a twin-engine center console makes sense for you and your entire family. Happy fishing, soldier. Metal Supermarkets. Order online at metalsupermarkets.com. By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Babbel. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. Terms apply. Available at babbel.com slash TNC. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. And now try Babbel free. Text RADIO to 64000. Text RADIO to 64000. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. 
Uh, first off, I thought this was a pretty funny quote, and uh, Joe, I know you definitely probably have some thoughts on this, but uh, one of the podcasts, which there's a lot of podcasts that are around, but uh, you had uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis. They were speaking on the football and podcast with Ben Roethlisberger, and they spoke about that 2004 AFC Championship game against the Patriots, and uh, they didn't uh, they, they didn't mince words. They wanted to let everybody know how they felt. Hey, to be fair, the Patriots cheated. <laughs> For sure they did. It's not even a question mark. It's not even a question in my mind. It was fourth and one. It was fourth and one. They called timeout. First of all, Coach did this back in the day. This meant uh, counter. They, they saw this. Coach called it, office line coach did that on the sideline. They called timeout. Who normally goes to the sideline on a timeout? The defensive captains, right? They told the nose guard, Washington. They pulled him to the sideline. Big 400-pound guy, he don't want to go to the sideline and come all the way back. <laughs> cold. Right? Cold. cold. What, what he want to go to the sideline for? They yelling. Joe made him go to the sideline. And I, I always thought, man, what are you going to He went all to the sideline and came back. Then we run the play. He loops into the hole. <laughs> Washington does. Mm-hmm. They stop us on fourth down, right? That's a mm-hmm. critical play in oh. the game. Mm-hmm. They were. They had our signs, mm. and they called a timeout to get them ready for that play because they knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. No there, question yeah, in my mind. I remember vividly because Jeez. I I thought, why is this big dude? Why is this big dude going to the sideline? Mm-hmm. So I guess Bettis and uh, Roethlisberger. You know, that's that's one of the the pivotal games. We know that, of course, Patriots had a little bit of a history of uh, cheating off like that. But yeah, specific example of. Uh, how oh, that may have been the case in that game from them, too. That's funny. <laughs> and uh, that game did get out of hand. So, yeah, yeah. I, I guess maybe there's something to their thoughts. Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods are opening a sports bar in New York City. It's going to be called T-Squared Social. They're going to offer cocktails, non-alcoholic mocktails, domestic, international beers, everything that you would expect a bar to have, flatbread sandwiches, salads, you can even book for private dining and events. It has 35 TVs, including a 200-inch flat screen. And they said the idea came to them during a round of golf at Albany. So we do uh, sometimes some wellness checks on some people. But, like, Britney Spears has been one of those that's been on one for social, on social media, especially Instagram, for a long time now. And people are pretty concerned because yesterday she posted a video of herself on Instagram dancing in her home, which is nothing uh, too crazy because she does that pretty much every day. But she was holding two very sharp kitchen knives. That's what it looked like. Like just dancing with them, throwing them around and everything. Well, not throwing them, but like waving them around and everything. And so people were really concerned. They're like, what is happening? They're so dangerous. Like, because there's no telling what could have happened. But uh, she wrote in the caption, quote, I started playing with kitchen in the kitchen with knives today. Don't worry, they are not real knives, but Halloween is soon. Okay. But here's the thing. I, they look very real, and they were clanging. Like, it, it, it may not be real, but they certainly gave the vibes of that. And also, why? why even if they're not real, why are you doing that? I guess, I, it doesn't mean... I just need to stop asking questions about Britney Spears. But either way, uh, she says they weren't real, so if they're not real, that's fine. But still, kind of a weird thing coming from Britney, even for her. Dane Cook is now married. He's 51, and he married his fiance Kelsey Taylor, who's 24. They got married in Hawaii. He says they chose Hawaii because it's such a special place in their hearts and their relationship. It was one of our first trips we went on together, and we continue to go back often. We envisioned, we envisioned something that was more along the lines of gathering our closest family and friends. And for our celebration, we had a night at a jazz bar plus a pool party and a beach day. So uh, also, for those of you who watch uh, Max... Uh, the uh, it used to be HBO Max or HBO Go it used to be HBO. It's the HBO app, basically what it is. Uh, but uh, if you're looking for something new to watch, don't worry. They have officially a new streaming program there on Max. It's called <laughs> Naked Attraction. You're wondering how that is. Well, it's a dating 
uh, show, which is very popular. And apparently in the United Kingdom, it's very popular, but it's literally two people that go on dates that literally have no clothes on and it's fully uncensored. Uh, not that anybody would watch that, of course, and not that anybody would go and download the app as soon as they get home to see if it's online already. Not that you do that, but just to let you know that that is a thing, that is a popular thing, and apparently it's coming to HBO Max, or excuse me, Max, uh, here very soon. Keith Richards spoke recently about uh, living a a uh, drug-free and non-smoking lifestyle. He says it's a unique experience. He says a clean living lifestyle, it's unique to him. And then he goes on to describe when he gave up certain things. He says, gave up cigarettes in 2019, which was recently. Gave up heroin in 78. Gave up cocaine in 06. Wow. I'm, I'm getting along with the idea of being 80 and still walking and talking and find it really fascinating in the process. He also went on to talk about pop music and rap music and he says that it, it, it's a cheap way to make music and it's easy for uh, a possible possible way of going about doing things and for that reason he says I really don't like to hear people yelling at me and telling me that it's music because he thinks that it's really not it doesn't take a lot of talent to make that type of music so he's uh, he's really outspoken about that part of it from the music side, but also letting you know that he is enjoying the new drug-free and non-smoking lifestyle, says it's unique. So we know that rivalries always matter so much in college sports. Well, New Mexico and New Mexico State apparently have a very intense rivalry, so much so that video has officially appeared, and this is according to uh, the local station uh, KOB4 down there in New Mexico, where the quarterback for New Mexico State is seen on video urinating on the New Mexico logo in the middle of their practice facility. I'm sure that they were using it just to you know, go through the walkthroughs and everything, but someone took a video, and it's him actually urinating on the logo itself, and now people are investigating it. Like, I'm like, you listen, I, we've seen people stomp on logos, dance on logos, uh, and everything, but uh, the straight-up go to this point, I'm not even mad. I'm almost impressed. Kudos to you, kid. That's uh, that's saying a lot, and uh, hopefully you don't get any sort of punishment about it. But still, rivalries matter in college football, and that's the greatest example of it, at least the latest one. Usually we hear about Florida, man. This is West Virginia, man. So there was uh, a man in West Virginia. He was inebriated, and he hmm. called 911 and said he was being attacked by a bear. And uh, when help arrived, they learned that the guy was just stranded, and he wanted a ride, so... Why wouldn't he just call and say that he was stranded and needed a ride? You know, he could have called several different outlets to possibly help him out. But he called 911. He said, please help me. I'm being attacked by a bear. I need help right now. And they arrived to find out that it was nothing but he was stranded and needed a ride. Well, I mean, at least he got creative with it and made it very urgent. But, yeah, I can't be doing those things. So we know Airbnb is a very popular deal. You may be a fan of Shrek, the movie. Well, apparently... (laughs) Uh, you can actually stay in Shrek Swamp. That's an entire thing that's been built to scale to be able to stay in Shrek Swamp. If you want to go to that point, it's going to be booking on October 13th. Uh, so you can go and check it out there. But that's just a, it's just a lot. It's a lot of money and a lot of uh, too much money that could be spent on that. But, yeah, if you're a Shrek fan, you can go out there and you can stay there, too. Oh, go ahead. Oh. I guess we're, yeah, we, yeah, we're go about to say, I guess we're out of time. Okay, yes, we are out of time. Appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting Primatine Mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe 